welcome to all of my listeners across the lands. I cannot believe I really have this show. It's been such a blessing so far, and I'm so glad that you're tuning in. We are close to the end of the first season, and I'm honestly feeling all my feels. If you are tuning in for the first time, go ahead and check out my earlier episodes. We have been talking about so much, and it's been amazing. I am your host, Larissa Denise, and this season we are covering poems and poets to make you fall in love with poetry. What better way to do that than to give you a crash course of sorts in the most important artists of the genre, the ones who make the art form all that it is and all that it can be, Black, Brown, and Indigenous creators. We write our stories, we tell our truths, we exist, we resist, we survive, and we immortalize our experiences. I love us. So today, our theme is incredibly personal. We are talking about the body, our temples, our first known object, our space of continuous existence, flesh and bone. I just want to give a small trigger warning for anyone who has struggled with body image issues or experienced sexual assault because there will be a short discussion of my own experiences. Hopefully nothing traumatic. So I have struggled with body image issues all of my life. I feel like every woman has this story to tell, but I don't say that to minimize my own. Thank you, therapy. Uh, But especially women, especially black women, whatever we are, We're told we are not what we should be. If you're thin, you're supposed to be curvy. If you're curvy, you're supposed to be slender. If you're athletic, you're supposed to be effeminate. If you alter your appearance like this spike in BBLs, then you're supposed to be natural. You just, you can't win. So I have always been a medium-sized person. How do I know this? I can fit the medium, but the large is a little too big. Although after the pandemic, large is kind of my sweet spot now. But in general, you know, what we call thick now was just called chubby, which wasn't as offensive as fat, but you were somehow more culpable because you were deemed in route to fatness and therefore in need of immediate and serious intervention to prevent you from getting to the ultimate offense, which would be fatness. So there were supposed to be, you know, benefits to being chubby, like in the early development of breasts and booty and all of those things, you get all the attention, you're wanted, you're you know, viewed as more mature, more adult-like, you get catcalled on by people of every age. And that definitely happened to me. But most of the time, it was just frustrating. You're highly sexualized. Street harassment is normal and everyday. And being followed home for some period of time was just normal groped and unequivocally assaulted normal. There are things we're told we should be viewing as compliments to our sexuality, but they really just make your body feel like a plaything. So of course, I questioned my beauty, my value, my worth, and even if I am allowed or owed the right to feel sexy beyond predatory behavior. 
Am I asking for something because my body was built this way? Not at all. Not at all. I wish I could have told my younger self the same thing. So if you're out there and you're feeling like I felt, you're not alone. Consider your body your own. Literally meant to be the safest and most liberating place on earth. To be in your body. Heal at your own pace, not according to a partner, not according to society. Read your scholars, not theirs. Enjoy what you have been given, and when you are unhappy, choose what you are willing to do about it and stick to it. Okay, I, that, that's not to shame you because you haven't done what someone else expected you to do, but that is to say, Hold yourself accountable to what you choose to do. Okay, look, I could preach if I want to, okay? (laughs) So this week I'm going to do something a little bit different. Um, I am going to do two poems that will help us think about our bodies. And one is going to be from a male perspective and the other from a female perspective. Two artists who you should be reading, and hopefully they inspire you to step into your beauty, your amazingness, and all that you are. So the first piece comes from a well-known and vibrant woman in poetry, the one and only Miss Lucille Clifton. She is New York raised and was discovered by none other than the Langston Hughes, She actually was the first author to have two books of poetry chosen as finalists for a Pulitzer Prize. So you know she was doing the damn thing, okay? By the way, she was not only a poet, but also a professor and a decorated author of children's books, which eventually got her the Coretta Scott King Award. Some of her work includes Everett Anderson's Goodbye, Good Times, Mercy, An Ordinary Woman, The Boy Who Didn't Believe in Spring, Two-Headed Woman, Quilting, All of Us Come Across the Water, and Sonora the Beautiful. Did I mention Homegirl had six children? Okay, she was doing everything. I'll be reading one of her most famous works to this generation today, and one that I have constantly come back to. It's a poem that is read a lot of times in English classrooms, I would say. And if it's not, it should be. This is homage to my hips. These hips are big hips. They need space to move around in. They don't fit into little pretty places. These hips are free hips. They don't like to be held back. These hips have never been enslaved. They go where they want to go. They do what they want to do. These hips are mighty hips. These hips are magic hips. I have known them to put a spell on a man and spin him like a top. I feel so powerful every time I hear that piece. Ah, it's so simple and fiery and full of defiance. If you haven't heard her perform the poem, you can look it up on YouTube. It's amazing. She, uh, 
I love the way she writes. The use of just simple, punchy words. They just grab you. Okay. Uh, Okay, before I offer questions of reflection, I want to get into the second poet of the day. His name is George Eliot Clark. If you don't know him, this is this is a good introduction for you. So he is a Canadian-born poet who identifies as African-American, Indigenous, Nova Scotian, Africadian, and Afro-Matisse. If you head over to his website, it's named George Eliot Clark, you can read his biography, which is incredibly interesting. I mean, like, literally. Go read the whole thing. He has been an editor, social worker, parliamentary aide, newspaper columnist. He has eight honorary degrees, not just five or six, but eight of them things. So give him his flowers, y'all. Some of his poems that he has written include On Autism or Authoritative Art, Surveying Winnipeg, Everything is Free, and Ain't You Scared of the Sacred? A spiritual. The piece I'm going to be reading today is titled Blues for X. Pretty boy, towel your tears and robe yourself in black. Pretty boy, dry your tears. You know I'm coming back. I'm your lavish lover and I'm slavish in the sack. Call me sweet potato sweet pea or sweetie pie there's sugar on my lips and honey in my thighs josephine baker bakes beans but i stew pigtails in rye my bones are guitar strings and blues the chords you strum my bones are slender flutes and blues the bars you hum you want to stay my man serve me whiskey when i come Okay, steamy, right? Okay, that was C-O-M-E. You nasty, you nasty, it's okay. Um, These two pieces together are just, they have a really beautiful chemistry. Where Lucille's body bewitches men under the power of her beauty, George's body is emotionally intuitive. And this is the mechanism by which you may enjoy its beauty. So there's so much to unpack. Please read both of those poems again, read both of those artists. But here's a few questions to help you reflect a little bit between the two pieces. How much space does your body take up? Under what circumstances does your body feel like it does not belong to you? How can you get that power back? What would it look like to love yourself lavishly are there requirements for access to your body what are they when do you feel the most free in your body if you had to give yourself a name what would it be why what color best describes your body where do you find that color in nature How will you honor the changes to your body when you are older? How might this inform the present? 
I don't know about y'all, but I know I will be reading those poems again before bed. Yes, yes, yes. The body is such an important aspect of living things. We find ourselves in one of the most crucial relationships in our lives with our own bodies. They carry the trauma, the pleasure, the apathy, the spirit, the soul, and so much more. We must care for them accordingly. You only get one. Your body has literally carried you through a global pandemic. Global, honey. Global. Okay, so I hope you respect your body in all the ways that feel natural to do so today. You know what that is, and if you don't, then I especially hope the questions this week are helpful. Write down at least one question to reflect on that you like from this week's episode. Make yourself comfortable. It could be in a bath or lying down on your bed. Turn off your phone. Maybe put on some music and just start writing. Pick up your pen, friends. Pick up the pen. But before you go, this piece is titled Miss Maybelline. I hold ceremonies for each roll of fat I find. They sit on my skin like a drop of water, cascading down brown sugar, forming the shape of me like drawing outside of the line or imagination or growth. We sit in our chairs and hold hands till God comes for us. I don't shake them off. I love her. Thank y'all so much for being here. If you want to find all of our information about what happened this week, what I'm still thinking about, what I'm reflecting on, head on over to our Instagram page at Poetry is Freedom. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Poetry is Free Pod. If you want to follow me, your host, Larissa Denise, on my personal Twitter account, you can find me at Say Larissa Denise. That is S-A-Y-L-A-R-I-S-A-D-E-N-I-S-E. If you want to find where I got my poetry, can I read it again? Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. Go ahead and head over to poetryisfreedom.com. And of course, please leave a review if you loved it. If you hated it, tell me why. I would love to hear all of your thoughts, suggestions, and comments. Y'all have a great day. Freedom.